it's happy hour again from uptown new orleans hello i'm grant morris happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network it's neworleans.com when you walk into a bar in new orleans and you pull up a bar stool you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you what you do know is no matter what they look like no matter what they're wearing whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Gathered around the table here is Mitch Foreman on piano. Mitch, hello. How's it going? Good. We Amazing. don't often get to see Mitch. No, he's usually, usually just in the play, box. Yeah. yeah. We play Mitch's recorded theme, but this is being played He's live. actually playing it right now. Okay, Mitch, stop. There's the proof. That's okay. how you know. Start up That's again. how you know. <laughs> That's nice. It's great to have Mitch is normally in Los Angeles Amazing. when we're doing this show. So welcome to New Orleans. Mitch, good to see you back in town. Also sitting around the table here is Andrew Duhon. Hey, man. Hey, how are you feeling? I feel good. How do you, you feel? You look great. Oh, thanks. I don't feel that good, <laughs> actually. Yeah, well, I haven't recovered. Hmm. Austin Elwood is here as well. Hey, Austin. Hi. I likewise not recovered. You're still not feeling too good either? Yeah. And Terry Weibel is here. I don't want to be next to you guys. I don't really? want to get sick. Are you sick? Yes, I'm very, very sick. Can yeah, you we tell? I normally look can great. I, can I, is it too late to leave now? <laughs> nah, yes, it is, unfortunately. You're, you're hemmed in. Sam Dawes is here from the Dez Lawns. Is that how we pronounce the name of that band? You got it right. Really good. Named yeah. after Dez Lawns Street in that's, the Ninth Ward. That's correct. Which is a strange name to pick to name a country band after. Right. It's, just, it's the street that I live on. It's the street that we all started the band on. We had a bunch of great country band names like the Tumbleweeds and stuff like that. <laughs> right. It was all taken. It was and, all gone. Uh, and we decided we didn't want to just play country music, so. So what do you play besides country music? We play old kind of R&B style. Yeah, Western. Country and Western. And Western. <laughs> right. Well, hang on a second. What, what, where were we? Deslon Street. Deslon Street. Yeah. Country. It sounds pretty straight-ahead country to me. The stuff that I've heard. You play R&B have you, as have well? You, have you celebrated well, their entire catalog? No. I've only well, heard two songs, and they're both great. <laughs> Which two have you heard? Uh, the first one and then the other one. Oh, yeah, those are pretty <laughs> Yeah, country. they're good, right? That's one of those. <laughs> those one, are our two country The one songs. you wrote and the one the other guy wrote. Uh-huh. No, the whole band writes, I saw it. They do. That's everybody cool. writes, everybody sings. We're in the middle of a, ne- a new record right now, and uh, this one will feel less country, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, we like all kinds of music, you know, and uh, we still want to make it danceable, still make it so you can do a two-step and right. still play honky-tonks, but... Definitely more rock and roll influence and a little bit more New Orleans R&B like Huey Piano Smith and early soul music. Wow, I'm surprised to hear that. Where are you guys recording it? We recorded at the Bomb Shelter in Nashville. But cool, yeah. We started recording at the Tigerman's Den in uh, the Bywater. Okay, nice. Hmm. And what, you just want to move away from that straight country because you guys like to do other stuff? Or yeah. because no one's buying we it listen, or what? No, we listen to all... Well, nobody buys records these days. <laughs> oh, no, that's the downside of being a musician. Especially not country records. Right. Really? But, uh, I thought those people would be like, We get tired of by, answering the question, so you're a country band from New Orleans? Yeah. Uh, Wait, just, where are you from? We, we just want to be a band from New Orleans. Where are you from? Originally? Yeah. I was born in San Francisco, then moved to Texas. Okay, but, I hear the Texas, I think. Yeah, and then my family lives in Kansas. Wonderful. We're kind of all over the place. Wonderful. Sorry to interrupt. It's all good. Keep going. No, go ahead. You're welcome Where are you from? <laughs> Here, Louisiana. Nice. <laughs> Can you do like a Texas accent, Terry? Terry's an I actress. I am. Mm, maybe I'll pick it up. Keep going, and maybe I'll do it later. Okay. Mm. I'll just really? mimic you. So I like it because it's slower, and we can understand all the words. You're really, Austin's really <laughs> good, good at got, accents. Yeah, you're, 
Can you do an ex- a Texas accent, Austin? Can you? Well, I, I grew up in Indiana, but I think I can do a Texas accent. Pretty a good. Texas That's accent? That's really good. Now, Texas which accent? part of Texas? Uh, well, I don't know. Wherever, uh, <laughs> wherever like Robert Earl King's from. <laughs> you ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> How do you know how to do that? Just from being drunk a lot in the bars? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Growing up in the country, you, you listen to the radio, watch TV, and hear how different people talk. Which country did you grow up in? I grew up in this country. In the United in, States of America? In, in Indiana country. And is that the countryside? I don't even know what that looks like. Uh, I grew up in southern Indiana. Have you ever seen the movie Breaking Away? Yes. The Bicyclists? You were one of those people? I grew up in that wow. part of the country. Did you do a lot of meth or anything? That came after I After left. you left? Yeah. What did you do while you were there? Um, uh, we just camped out a lot, drank beer. Yeah, right. it was innocent times. Was there a lot of interest, you know, intercourse with women and that kind of thing? We didn't have those kind of apps. I was, a good, <laughs> I was a good boy. So there was, there was no a sex? A good boy. There was some, but not enough. Not enough sex? Yeah. Yeah. What age did they start having sex in Indiana, do you think? Well, there was a girl in my seventh grade class who got pregnant. Hmm. How old is that? Seventh, seventh grade. grade. Cherry, how old Twelve. Is that? Twelve? Wow. wow. Was that from the teacher or the priest? No, no, a guy in the neighborhood. <laughs> Just a guy in the neighborhood? That yeah. happens in, you know. Wait, yeah. Where are you from, Cherry? Oh, you from southwest Louisiana? I should have said that. <laughs> um, yes, a very small town in Louisiana called Arneville. Arneville. I just, maybe that happened, I don't know. There's don't a special remember. way of saying Arneville, but it's, it's spelled A-R-N-A-U-D. Like yeah. Like Arno. But if you come from there, you say Arneville. Yeah, like Arno it, it, it is a common last name, Arno, so Arneville. Mm-hmm. And how long ago did you get out of there? During my college days, uh, I graduated college in 2008, so um, I was living in Lafayette for a good part of that. Did you go to UL? Yeah, I did. What did you study at UL? Dance. I'm a dance So dancer. you have a dance degree from yes. a college in Lafayette? Yeah, it's what actually... What does that look like? Do you like Cajun dance? <laughs> Do you have a degree in Cajun dancing? What do they do in the dance when you go to a dance? I wish I would have a degree in Cajun dancing. Um, no, I don't. It was mainly... Ballet th- and modern. It's a wonderful dance program, actually. Is there wonderful. theory? Do you have to learn? Is yes. there sort of theory of dance? A what little a, bit. What a, so a what little. do you do all day if you're a dance student? You dance. dance. Every day, all day, even on the weekends, because we have concerts to perform in the spring and the fall and a lot And is it is it all women? No. It's 50-50? No. Okay, Maybe I'll like just one more. 90 30, and 10. 90 10. Okay, so I would say that's all women. Yeah. With 10% men, okay. So what does everyone do when they graduate with a dance degree from UL? Um, some success stories, maybe uh, my friend Matt Cuvillon, that's a, that's a good name. Um, he moved to New York and he's uh, dancing lots of different Broadway shows. And uh, ah. yeah, you would have to move away, I think. Although um, the Marini Opera House has a dance company now, which uh, it's in the, in the Marini. Um, and uh, I wish I would have known that, but I think that's pretty new. Uh, so, yeah, so you're but not, normally you're not a have dancer, to move away. But you're not a dancer now. Not these days. Not really. I go-go dance as a side job, which oh, yeah. is fun. <laughs> Keeps me in shape. I go-go dance <laughs> Where do you go-go dance? <laughs> I go-go dance at Harrah's and sometimes the racetrack, the which race is track. fun. You're a go-go dancer in a casino. Yeah. Cool. Big venues. Yeah. 
Okay. Mm. Where does that happen? If I walked into Harris Casino, like if I go right across, you know, from the Windsor Court Hotel, mm-hmm. so... Where, um, where are it's you? It's the very center of Harris. Uh, it's a bar called Masquerade. Uh-huh. And on Saturdays, sometimes on Fridays, uh, there's go-go dancers from about 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. And on the bar. I'll usually be no, not on the bar. Um, we kind of have we call them pods. I was going to say kind of like pods. these little circle stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, You're in a pod. You're a go-go dancer in a pod. Like a light up, light up <laughs> floor. Yeah. She's a pod. She's yeah, a go-go exactly. dancer on a podcast. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Damn, you're, oh, you're good, Austin. He's good, Austin. And you need your own show. What, <laughs> what are you, what I, mean, are you, I don't even know about you. Tell me, Austin. Yeah, what do you do in the film? You're in the film business, too. I right? am in the film business. What do you do in the film <laughs> business? I earn a living as a camera assistant. Like, I'm a focus puller. I keep things in focus. Focus puller. Do yeah. you know what that is, Terry? Yeah. You're very talented. We we get to How be a part could of the Come on, really. it's it you can have to be turn pretty hard. the little knob and mm, you turn the little knob. Yeah, that's, that's a job. hard job. Yeah. Is it really? Hey, do you know Natalie Kingston? I do. Oh. She's okay, a great she's a local. Of mine. Sam, do you know Natalie Kingston? <laughs> I don't. She's awesome. <laughs> I wish I did. She, you should can, get her on I the show. I can introduce you to her. She's a wonderful cinematographer in town, and I just figured you would know her. Yeah, I haven't worked with her. I don't think so. Okay, great. Yeah, I have a bad memory. Yeah, I don't go to Harris, but. Maybe. I live by the fairgrounds. Austin. I live by the fairgrounds. That's only a part-time okay. job for Terry. She's actually an actress. You know, she was in, she was in Breaking Bad. No. Yeah, I was in that show. No, I wasn't. Oh, you weren't? The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's it. Oh, wonderful. That's it. You got it, Grant. The Walking Dead you were in. I, th- I knew I'd seen you in something. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You read that? I read a new bio. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it right here. Look. No, I didn't see anything. I, I would rather have gone to Harris and seen you as a go-go dancer Hey, that's still a fun time. time. There yeah. is still time. Absolutely. What was Absolutely. your role in The Walking Dead? I played Officer Shepard in uh, three episodes of season five, beginning of season five. And good. then uh, it, was a, it was a good good long ride. It was awesome. Did you get eight or did you make it? No, I made it. Hmm. Nice. Whoa. So everybody everybody that knows me is like, hey, you didn't die. You could they reappear. could bring you back. That's and right. I'm like, oh, wow. y'all yeah. stop teasing me. Come on. Would you that's go great. back? What? Would you go back? Would I go back? Yeah. Well, have you moved on? You would no. No, the Walking it, it, the Walking Dead has such it? a yes, and I keep up with it still. Actually, it's one of the few series that I watch still. Um, that and Westworld. Anybody? Anybody? Mm. Mm. Okay. I'll check it out. How um, do you get a job like that? Do you have like an yeah? You know, an I mean, agent I have an agent. You live uh, in LA mostly. Or no, what? I live here. I'm actually about to move to LA because it's dead here now because of the tax credit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, no. don't worry about that. No, it's going to be it's going to be dead, dead. It's everywhere dead. soon. It's I mean, it's so, but but for me, for an actor, you know, like I, I think Natalie. Sorry to talk about someone y'all Natalie. don't know, but like I think she could still work what here. Was her name again, Natalie? <laughs> Kingston. Kingston. <laughs> You should have her on the show. We talk, <laughs> yeah. before, she moved, down, before she moves back Kingston. to LA. She won't move. <laughs> I tried, I tried to get Natalie Kingston to shoot the most recent movie that we made, and it didn't work out for timing. But how, I, long, how long was it? it? It was only a short, so it was, only, it was six days. It was two shorts, six days. Three days, three days. What, and what part did you play? Were you, were you producing it? or I just directed it, made it, directed produced it. it. Any short so you films. do more than just focus a camera? Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, we, tr- uh, we try to do more. And so the tax incentive got stalled, but now it's sort of unstalled. Mm-hmm. And so Is it really? So we're back yeah. in the film business We here. could be back in the film business here, yeah. 
Terry um, doesn't believe that. Was capped, and I, I agree with Terry. If for actors, it's probably difficult, it's, but you guys yeah. are also more mobile. Um, what does that mean? You get I have you, a car. <laughs> <laughs> you have agents that get you jobs in different towns. Sure. Well, but we still have to go there. Um, it's more. I don't really get called if I'm not in the town. You're not local. Bless yeah. you. Bless you. Whoever that was. So the that that's part of the the dirty little secret of the the tax incentive system. It's not only do they get an incentive when they come and they work in these incentive states, but they also pay people a lot less. Mm. So as a camera person, I'm protected by my union, which is a national. They call it the international, but it's really just a national union. The other people, the vast majority of the people that work here. Grips, electrics, set dressers, they all make $10 less an hour regardless of the budget of the project. So people because like. It's made in New York, because it's made in Louisiana and there's a tax credit involved. Well, how is that? They don't yeah, take you seriously. Mean? For an actor, they don't. Hmm. And then you run into that. You get a lot of people looking down at you because you're not from New York or LA. <laughs> just hmm. by your address, right? Isn't hmm. that crazy? What if you just told them I'm from New York? What are they going to know? You could. They just, yeah, yeah. They I, have just a, I have a Los Angeles number on my yeah. cell phone, and you it's been very int- useful. Intentionally. Oh. You did that on purpose. I just kept it. Yeah. yeah. I kept right. it, actually, because I, right after Katrina, it seemed like the 504 area code was just completely overwhelmed, and my phone worked when other people's didn't. Right. So I kept it for that. Wow. So is it, what, 323 or 323 number? Yeah. And that helps you, like... Get work because people, people think then you're they just don't ask a question. Right. Man, that's a good trick to know. If you listen good to this to and you're in the film business yeah. and you're looking for a job, change your phone number yep. <laughs> to 323. <laughs> good thinking. Mitch Foreman has the uh, 818 area. I have an 818. Yeah. Which one is that? <coughs> which phone is that? Which, which, which area, area code, code is that? It's right here. <laughs> it's nice it's, uh, yeah, it's in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Now, Mitch, you do something in the film business as well when you're out there, don't you? I do. Uh, I write for TV. Some, it's like background stuff for some CBS shows. What about yeah. doing, giving us a sample of some music that you've written for a recent TV show? Yeah, and maybe Terry can riff a monologue. <laughs> yeah. This, this was like a really scary moment on, in a TV guys. show. It went like this. That was it. Nice. Nice. That was great. I love yeah. it. Really Thank that you. was amazing. How long did it take you to write that? It took me a little bit. Well, a couple hours. Because it could have gone. I changed my phone ways. number before I wrote it. And then <laughs> I changed it back. After. I felt the feelings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You ever work with a focus puller? Is that what it's called? Focus I knew puller. a woman who was a focus puller. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Natalie Kingston. That's how she Natalie started Kingston. out. Are you yeah. making that up? No, I know Natalie. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes she's a focus. Right? No, I, I gotta no, go. I, you I don't know. Andrew, you I don't know. Really You're gonna. We'll meet her next <laughs> week. Yeah. We'll meet her on here next week. Okay, <laughs> Sam, joke's over. Sam's gonna we're play gonna for us. We're gonna make you play a song, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I promised that we'd play yeah, a song within the first 15 minutes oh, of the man, show. Are we keeping through? Through? I'm gonna do it. No, no you're actually not. It's 18. So, we're 18 in. Well, okay. Sorry, that's we not too bad. It's near miss. Sorry. It was Austin. It was Natalie. Is Andrew gonna sing for us as well? What's that? Is Andrew gonna sing for us as well? Yeah. We'll sing one at the end all together. Andrew's gonna play. What have you got here? You got a guitar? Yeah, I got a guitar. Nice. Okay, guitar. That's really old. What kind of song do you want to hear? Um, I like country music. Country, what do you guys like? I wanna, well, I mean, I want to hear something new. Yeah. Can, can we something new? Yeah, you got a can new record coming out. Oh, all right. I want to play an original tune. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, anything that we're not going to get sued with any copyright issues would be good. I want to see you. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't sue us if you played your own tune <laughs> on this. Could, could you? you? I don't know. Could you? I don't know. If you don't Thankfully, get, we don't have an attorney. Did I sue myself? Yeah, you probably could. I could be your attorney. If it was disseminated enough and you didn't get the royalties to it. Okay. 
but it won't be disseminated enough, so it's fine. Because no one's listening. Because nobody's listening. Well, how did? Well, if we got your mom to listen twice, that would double our audience. Point zero zero six cents. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even think. Can you hear that? All right. Uh, Hang on. Yep. It's called Walkin' Blues. It's kind of a post, uh, post-election tune. Well, take this gun, hand it to my captain. He wasn't made for killing. He's made for asking And take this heart Hand it all to Catherine He wasn't meant for breaking He's made for laughing But I ain't trying Bring you down, I'm just walking. Well, Mary, Martha, Jimmy, June, and John, those are all my friends who are dead and gone. I had to watch them go And I have to carry on Down this empty road With this lonesome song But I ain't trying To bring you down I'm just walking Well, I've done all I can do And I said all that I can say Now I guess I best head beyond my own way I ain't trying to bring you down I'm just walking I forgot the last verse at the last second Oh really? Do you want to tack it on? 
Uh, maybe at the end of the show. Huh? Okay. okay. We'll, come, we'll come back to the last. <laughs> that, that makes the rest of this podcast part of the song. That's nice. That's a good point. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. So stick around for the last verse coming up. Yeah. So how, how did that relate to the, to the post-election situation? Oh, it was just a feeling that I got of like... Watching people die. Yeah. Watching people's hope die temporarily and then wanting to walk out of it, you know, and walk forward. And uh, What do you suggest we do? Get all the anger out, get all the grief out, and then uh, I think it's an opportunity for a lot of people to stop becoming, stop being apathetic, you know? I think it'll put yeah. some fire under everybody. Do you think? What, are we, yeah. what can we physically do? Suppose you disagree with the outcome of the election and you're horrified by President Trump and everything that's going on. What exactly could we do that would work? Well, that's what we have to figure out. Do you have any ideas? I mean, we can do our best to make sure that our senators do, you know, like, go out in two years and vote for the Senate again. And and I think the best thing we can do right now is all just look out for each other. I mean, sure. Politics, the whole system, it's easy to lose faith in that, in the entire system. And uh, I think the best thing we can do politically is just for our communities at this point. Yeah, just think small and then yeah. act in the, mm-hmm. in the Almost like tribal again. society again. That would be good if that worked mm-hmm. here. Well, we're living in a sort of a bubble here where 80% of New Orleans, the Orleans Parish, where the whole city of New Orleans went, went democratic, but the state and the country, obviously, have have gone Republican. Well, so she did get the popular vote, but I think you you're so you're a musician. Yeah, musician as well. Musician, I mean, songwriter, yeah. Actress, films. I think the the creativity card, we can play the creativity card because sure. I think what we've lost, I mean, I grew up in a place that voted Trump, Trump, Trump and more Trump. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, what we've lost, I think is the hearts and minds of of people mm-hmm. and what music and movies and podcasts can do is appeal to the hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all they can do. Mm-hmm. And I think people vote with their hearts more than their minds. And it's our job, if we want it to go in another direction, we have to make people want, want it. Yeah. And you make them want it by appealing to... We may not be happy with it, but human nature is... We're all kind of out to get what what's kind of coming to us and we and people think about themselves a whole lot more than they think about anybody else and i think we get really frustrated when we start thinking why doesn't everybody get along why doesn't everybody think about everybody else it's not the way we're wired but i think you can get into people's heads with music and movies and art and you can kind of start to get them looking for different things and that's something that kind of lost our taste for it at least where i grew up people aren't looking for different things they're looking for familiar old, what they consider to be safe things. So if you're making a movie, say in your case, what sort of thing would you make a movie about that would... Well, I want to do a webcast, a web series here, and start now and do the first episode before he gets inaugurated, and take a whole cast of characters, and we do it all like this. We don't go get some insurance policy for our cameras or our sound stuff. We get all the people, because there's a ton of talent here, and a ton of stuff. And we get a bunch of people together, and we get our character lines, and we start just exploring this, but we kind of hit the ground, and it's a, it's a web series that's happening as this is all unraveling. It's reality television, or it's no. a drama? The, wh- one thing I've, I've been frustrated with 
trying to kind of break out of the technician side of the movie business is if you mm. put all of your money and time and beg all your friends to come and make some little movie there's no way to monetize that you, you have this little movie you can do festivals if you don't win a prize it's like you can show it to your mom right and so I think what's cool about web podcasts and, and web series is that you don't have to just do an episode you can have it broken up so if people just want to see something funny they can go to your webcast and they can just watch the funny parts and you have all the storylines because you have funny days in your life every character should have funny days every character should have political days every character should have horrible days so have you got this thing figured out kind of well that's what I've been sent what have we had a week so since in in the in the time exactly since we, the reality fell, since the T-bomb dropped, um, <laughs> I've been thinking about, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And I feel like we've been through that. We've been through 9-11. We've been through Katrina. We've been through the BP thing. Ha- all these, you know, we're not going to get rid of the Electoral College. Let's stop talking about it. It's not going to happen right now. There are other things that could happen right now. And I feel like we've all been dealing with these kinds of emotions for the last 15 years, and now we can just not go down the same old frustrating roads. We can actually do a little something different. Okay, so suppose we all agreed with you and we were all going to chip in and do something. What exactly are you talking about? You're making a, 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 a TV show on the web, like a mm-hmm. web series, mm-hmm. with, with actors, mm-hmm. with real actors. Every 100% New Orleans. Okay, so these are not just amateur people like us. You like well, you me? Well, you people like her. She's going to um, hire me? Sure. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's not going to pay you by the sound of it. No, nobody's getting paid at the beginning. But then if we can, if we can, let's start at the bottom, like I think we need to do with our society. Start at the bottom and work our way up. And if this thing we're works. We're at the bottom, dude. We're at, mm, it's no problem. I'm not, I'm not sure we're at the bottom yet. Yeah. No, we're going to oh. be. Um, so uh, the... We'll, we'll see what happens. But if they, if they pull out of the Paris Agreement, if they overturn Roe v. Wade, if they, then we'll be scratching the bottom. I'll work for free. So everybody's going to have to work. Everybody's going to have to work for free to start, and then okay. we'll see. But it's a showcase for all of us. I've written a part for, um, well, maybe you could do a grant. Do you have it here with you? No, I didn't bring it. Can you like, it, maybe do a read? Yeah, we could do it on, right now if we had it. I don't have it. <laughs> I have an idea for a In a world. It's called. Well, I can give you the con- the concept. The the show is called Humidor. Humidor, like Humidor. You put cigars in. Yeah, because a, Mitch, a cigar box is designed to maintain a balance inside. I need a read. And we're out, totally out of out of balance. If you want to get like, but really, it's just it's a nice little contained thing that has a set right. set of characters in it. And so the main location is a cigar shop in the French Quarter, where you have people that work there. You have tourists. You have locals. Everybody comes through there, and then you just splinter off all through the city and maybe beyond the city. Um, and the main guy is, a, or the guy that runs the cigar shop, is a really um, capitalist Cuban-American young guy, and he voted for Trump. And he sees Cuba as his birthright emerging market. And he is so his big thing at the beginning, the first episode, he wants to be the first guy that gets Cuban cigars into America legally, and he's going to corner the market or whatever. And uh, and so I think just base it on real characters. Who's writing it? Uh, we're going to start a writers' room. Okay. So it's right now it's me and one other guy. Okay. Who's the other guy? His name's Win Riley. He's a documentary okay. 
filmmaker. You should get him on with Natalie. Win Riley. <laughs> He's actually You're so, welcome. You know, and I, I was talking to him about this last night because he, he spent his formative years uh, when Reagan was elected, his parents left the country as political refugees and moved to New Zealand. <laughs> wow. And what good did that do anybody? Apparently none, because they came back under Bush. <laughs> well, this is the thing. This is kind of like now where we are when, I, th I think, when, when Ronald Reagan was elected and everybody was horrified. The guy was a complete moron. He was an actor. He, never, he, was, had, been the, he had been the governor of California, but that didn't sort of count for much, apparently. And, mm -hmm. it, and it was horrifying that he was the president. It's the same sort of And several people still think he was the greatest president that the country's ever had. Well, that's mysterious. Including my grandfather. How is your grandfather? He's dead. Is oh. he? Yeah. Well, I love my grandfather. And it's, uh, it's one of those things, though, where he was hell-bent on... He had a bumper sticker above his TV that said, Rush is right, back when Rush Limbaugh was relevant. And, my uh, grandpa had that one, too. Yeah. You had that and, uh, and, you know, this was... He was this was my a, dad had flush rush toilet paper to go with it. Whoa. Wow. But they loved each other. And what part of yeah. the country were you in at this time? My grandpa lived in Kansas, which pretty similar mm -hmm. culture-wise. Mm -hmm. Just outside of Lawrence, Kansas. That's where my dad's from. Okay. Well, it turned out that Rush was right. And here we are. <laughs> hey, I hadn't thought about that. That's, mm. that's where we're... Yeah. Well, so what do we, we do? We're not going to just we're roll over. Humidor. It's a good idea to make it about cigars, too, because that's so out. Well, you know what I thought about that? Because the, the big thing that's been bothering me is that they pull out of the Paris Agreement, which has been such a hard thing to get to, mm -hmm. and they deny that global warming is even happening. Right. Because yeah. this whole human enterprise, it all depends on a playing field of air you can breathe and water you can drink. And, and if you get rid of that, then it doesn't matter. If you're into racism or sex, it, like... You want to you want to see certain things go in a certain direction. All that all those bets are off if you got no playing field. And so, <clears throat> I think there's got to be some way for us to reel this thing back in. Go go dancing. Go go dancing. <laughs> That's probably the first step, right, <laughs> Terry? Yeah, it's it's yeah. It gets your anger out. Yeah, I and mean, let's the start exercise. with a level playing field. Go-go dancing. Go-go dancing. Everyone should do it. What do you yeah. think? Is there a place where go-go dancing could... Absolutely. So... In, your, in humidor. Yeah. That's the thing. Is, <laughs> again, you're back to the idea of getting people's hearts and minds. What do people... What are they interested in watching? And how is this exactly going to change anything? Other than... Because it's going to get... We're going to build a fan base so that people care about this show. And then through the show, you're going to explore this stuff. Because I don't have all the answers. Nobody here apparently has all the answers. But you can start moving things... I feel like it's like junk, junk food. In America, we eat so much shit. Mm -hmm. And I like junk food. I like to eat I burgers you occasionally. I like shit. Well, well. <laughs> that um, would have been a whole but, different conversation. But, but after, after a while, if that's all you get, it's right. just not good for you. And what right. we feed our eyes and ears has become just junk. Uh. And so people don't even have a taste for good stuff anymore. Well, that's why when you hear real music, the stuff that Sam plays or, or that Andrew plays or that Mitch plays, real jazz... That's why people relate to that. Yeah. That's why I'm sorry you're drifting off and just playing R&B now. <laughs> what happened to that? Yeah, R&B is real music. It is too. But there's so much of it out there, though. I mean, there's so much R&B that sounds real. Uh, there's not many people making not real the country. Kind of, no, 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 man. There's no people yeah. making real country music. That's, that's Hardly true. Hardly anybody. That's true. Left. And I feel like there's 
very few people making real R&B music. Is that right? I don't know yeah. much about R&B, really. Are you asking Sam to make country music great again? Yes. <laughs> Good idea. Get a t-shirt. Uh, I, I, we were just in Nashville, and they have hats that say that now. No. Over there. Yeah, make country music great again. Oh, no, my God. No, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. Sam, that was really great, by the way. Like, oh, my heart was beating. I, I, I really love um, folk music, and I don't know if it's wrong for me to say, but it felt uh, it had a folk vibe. That's the route we all come from. Uh, Definitely Woody Guthrie's so my wonderful. hero. You know? That was lovely. Bob Dylan finally accepted his Nobel Prize. He said he, 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 they couldn't he find been, him, right? Well, he said he'd been he'd been silent because he was quote speechless. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can't beat that. Wow. So, Sam, were you influenced by? By anybody else, like the, old, the folk singers of the past, Woody mm-hmm. Guthrie, and that's that's what inspired me to quit playing the drums for a little while and start picking up a guitar and traveling and writing songs. Was I got into the bands, and then through the band, I got into Bob Dylan, and through Bob Dylan, got into Woody Guthrie, and then got into Lead Belly and folk music, and it just keeps expanding from there, you know. But and did what? Which one of those dragged you down here? Actually, Tom Waits did. I saw it down by law in the Jim Jarmusch film. Uh, I saw it when I was 16. I think it was one of the first times I got stoned. I watched (laughs) My parents were out of town. We watched Jim Jarmusch. It was an amazing night, and I (laughs) promised myself I'd go down to New Orleans at some point. When you started at 16. How did you get the weed back then? (laughs) Uh, It was actually just laying around the house. (laughs) (laughs) I got lucky. And what are your folks doing now? Are they still back there? They came into town today. They're visiting. Really? And you took They're an waiting for me to, to be done with this us. radio show so we can go get dinner. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, uh-huh. where are they? Let's get them over here. They're in the lower ninth ward right now. All right. Are, you, are they staying with you? Uh-huh. All right. And they're staying with you and a bunch of five guys in a house. Yeah, they're brave souls. That's pretty cool. <laughs> are they still got the weed? Like I said, pot was laying around the house when I yeah. grew up. Uh, are they still smoking pot? I was going to try to find out if my dad had brought any down here, I hope this isn't live right now. I don't no, want you to get in trouble. Right. But they don't edit it. No, they don't we do drugs anymore. No, no, no. Well, it's not legal here, I don't think. It's not a criminal. Not uh, it's not a crime no, anymore. Right. That's right. Yeah. It's just a misdemeanor. It's been decriminalized. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're up there fine if yeah. they brought their own weed with them on the yeah. plane through the TSA system. I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Andrew, you're not smoking any pot today, are you? Not today, no. All right. Hey, so listen, what are we getting on to? Who wants to play some music next? I think it's time for a song. Don't you want you? Cherry, Cherry, you want to play something? Um, yeah, I'll sing something. Nice. Okay, no. what do you want to sing? Mitch can play anything. Anything and be flat and take it for a walk, baby. <laughs> what do you feel like singing, Cherry? I Come like on. to sing, but I'm not a singer. Do you? That's okay. It's best kind. It's a bar. We're in a bar. <laughs> it's, we're not making a record or anything. Is there is there a but, song that you but know this that you? But going to be on record. <laughs> Well, is there a song that you know that maybe we know? What kind of music do you play? Mm, uh, you know, folky stuff, sing alongy stuff. I love um, Hooray for the Riff Raff, Ani oh, yeah. DeFranco. Sure. Mm. Sam knows Hooray, Hooray, Hooray for the Riff Raff. Hey. Sam used to be in Hooray for the Riff Raff. Did you? Right. No. Yeah. Oh, wait, they're playing tomorrow. I, yeah. I would love to go. I might be playing a couple Siberia. times with you. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I, I love, they were I love them. Natalie Kingston's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> She is in the process of moving back here. She went to Nashville for a little while, and then uh, and now she's living in New York City, visiting her family. In, in the springtime, I think she's going to move back Who's here. Who's this? Alinda. Oh, Alinda. What's oh, your really? favorite Hooray for oh, the she, song? She won't be there tomorrow. She will be there. Oh, okay. Wonderful. I think it's just her playing with a guitar. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think, think the rest of the band will that. be there. Well, okay. This is your big chance to sing a Hooray for the Riff Raff song, because Sam knows every single song. 
Oh, gosh. There you go. Which, all of let's them. Let's do one. I feel like I know all of them. Which one do you want to say? <laughs> no. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, we can totally do it. We'll pull up the lyrics. Because I tried. I just went to oh, Louisiana Music Factory and tried to buy. Because the way she talked on stage at, yeah. at Jazz Fest, I thought there was another album. They just recorded um, in in California or something, and it's not out, right? You know what the date is today? It's November. It's, I think the, it what comes is it? out in March. Okay. What is the date today? Anyone know? It's November it's the, the 16th? 16th, 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 16th. Are you just yeah. now getting around to doing something that you heard at Jazz Fest in April? Well, well I wanted to give her time. I wanted to give her time to get her album out, and okay, I went, so and it's you not out. November would be... And today was the day, and it wasn't there, apparently, right? No, it wasn't. Okay. So, so there's, do you want to do it hey, off there? Do you know this the small um, 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 Rambling Gal? What is that one called? Well, I, I used, used to be a Rambling Gal. Yeah, yeah. I never played guitar on that one, but can I can, I, try can to I look make, them up? Try to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> what, Sorry, what, is it? what did you play on that one? I don't know. What is that one called? Hold on. I'm going to try to find the lyrics. Don't let me down, Austin. Okay, which song is it? What's the name of it, Sam? I think it's called Rambling Gal. Oh, it is, huh? You can be Look Out Mama if you want. That's the easier one, probably. That one just came to my mind. No. We're having technical difficulties. No. Well, you can't find the lyrics. I, no, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna fuck them up. Maybe we so. should have Andrew sing us a song that he knows. Yeah. While right, you think we, about which riff we, we can, we can all sing along. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do it. Sam, how about we play "I Shall Be Released" in G? A great. little uh, Leonard Cohen send-off. Not that he wrote it, but it's just going to feel oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Because you know? he, he has been released. He has. is not me so I remember every face of every man who put me here I see my light come shining from the west I
Cause every man must have protection They say that every man must fall Still somehow I see my reflection Somewhere so high above this wall And I see my light come shining From the west down to the Sam Dawes, Austin Elwood. That was just the whole wide world, everybody Jerry singing Wayne. with us. And Mitch Foreman. Guys, that was beautiful. Thank yeah, you so fun. much. That was really nice. Okay, who wants to play behind me while I tell you? First of all, we're, I'm going to come back in just a minute and talk about body painting. Okay. Our sponsored one. <laughs> yes. But first, like, Rowan and first Martin's all, laughing? First of all, we have to talk about some sponsor messages. Mitchell, you want to play something behind me? Absolutely. Okay, anything. Just something nice. Hey, thanks to these people who helped uh, make today's show possible. The Church of the Latter-day Dude. On a previous episode, our guest, Stacia Sines, which was last week, remember her, mentioned that she'd been ordained. Oh, you were gone last week. She'd been ordained by the Church of the Latter-day Dude, also known as Dudism. It's a religion inspired by the Big Lebowski and Taoism, apparently. 
Stacia said she remembered that she paid 50 bucks to get ordained, but actually, we've been informed by the head of the church, the doodly Lama, that getting ordained there doesn't cost anything. It's absolutely free. So if you'd like to be ordained in the Church of the Latter-day Dude, get in touch with them. You can visit them at dudism.com to find out more. And you thought no one listened to the show. Well, you know, the high dude people, himself. people click the wrong podcast. The high dude. <laughs> Once in a while they make a mistake and listen to this. Also, thanks to the Roast of Thanksgiving. This is something you need to know about. This is a Comedy Central-style roast where comedians play the part of Thanksgiving characters and give each other their just desserts. It's being put on by the New Movement Theatre, so you know it's going to be good. You know those guys in New Movement Theatre, Jerry? Yeah, they're great. They're really funny. You can see Mary Jacobs playing the part of a pilgrim. Chris True plays the part of a football. John Butts is the Canadian Thanksgiving. And Daryl Rosso plays the part of crispy fried onions. If you've got family in town for the holidays or you're visiting New Orleans for the holiday, this is a guaranteed surefire winner of a night out for sure. It's the Roast of Thanksgiving. It's on Tuesday, November 22nd, 2016, by the way, if you listen to it any later, at One Eye Jacks at 7.30. Highly recommended. Thank you, too, to Basic Swim and Gym, where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Would you like to know more about that, Terry? Yes. Okay. You can get a bikini, a one-piece, a cover-up, in fact, everything you need. <laughs> For the beach and poolside is at Basic Swimming Gym. It's right across the street from the lingerie store, Basics, underneath on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And thank you, too, to the fabulous people at Hangover Destroyer, which I'm holding in my left hand. <laughs> hangover Destroyer is the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com and write happy hour in the coupon code. And you, too, can get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. Thanks, Mitch Foreman. Do you know anything about Mitch Foreman's past life before he got this gig on Happy Hour? What thank was you. it? Very no, nice. It. No, thank you. Mitch was a piano player in some bands you might have heard of. He played with Stan Getz, oh, Jerry yeah. Mulligan, wow. Astrid Gilberto. Hmm? He was a member of John McLaughlin's Marv Vishnu Orchestra. Oh, wow. How about that? The Wayne Shorter Quartet and many more. What? That's right. Go, Mitch. And he's and it's sunk. Unf it's that's let that be a lesson to you. Don't start drinking and doing drugs because uh, you'll end up <laughs> falling hour. from those heights playing, <laughs> the piano, playing the piano on happy hour. <laughs> anyway, Mitch, thanks. That was great. No problem. Hey, so anyway, I want to talk about body painting because Terry Weibel, it says here, in the, I have one paragraph about you here. Oh, gosh, it says, read it. I, wanna, yeah, I don't know what it says. It says you traveled to Seabolden in Austria. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, where you, uh, it says where you were awarded model of the year. That's correct. <laughs> and you're the 2010 World Body Painting Festival champion. Yeah. Is that, you paint your own body? <laughs> no. What is that? No. Um, it's, a, it's a big collaboration. I was just the model. I was just the canvas, if you will. Naked. Um, yeah. Well, each festival has different rules. Sometimes you have to wear pasties and a thong. Sometimes they don't care at all. Um, I mean, a, an artist would rather just a blank canvas, just, uh, you know, nothing on. Right. Um, but it's it's pretty freeing. I mean, I don't, I, I love being, I mean, I love being naked. Can I say that? I'm yeah, just in a room well. full of can guys. You say it? Sorry, sure you can gosh. Say it. Um, but this, I this don't kind think of allows. You can be naked in here, though, <laughs> right? Just in case you were wondering. Thanks. You love um, being naked. Why? No, it's, it's just so freeing. I mean, that I don't, I don't have any sort of, I don't know. It's not sexual for me. I just enjoy not having clothes. clothes. On. Yeah, it's just it's just a normal thing, and I love when it cannot be sexual and just mm. um, just be normal. I wish it could be like that. I wish I could be topless, you know, out on the street, but I can't. 
but you know. That is not fair. How That's progressive not fair. and American of you. That's not fair. It's not. What was the painting of? What would you say? What would you? How would you describe? Oh, I've the painting done many that? different paintings, and I've gone to was Austria there, a couple times. Was there one specifically that won the the award? Um, yes. Um, I think at that particular festival, I looked kind of like a steampunk fairy time traveler. Okay. And they always have a theme and they have photographer's award, they have an artist award, they have many different categories of like, this is the brush and sponge category, this is the um, UV light uh, painting category, um, and they usually have a time limit, uh, and that time limit was, um, I think it was six or seven hours, I've been out of touch for a while. Um, so you have so to lie still for six or seven hours while they paint. Oh no no no! Stand, stand. still. <laughs> you have to stand for six to seven hours. Yes. Are there add-ons allowed? Like you say, fairy. I'm thinking wings, but do they have Correct. to be painted on? If you have um, prosthetics, yeah. that's a different category. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if yeah, if you mm -hmm. have prosthetics, that's a different category. So they give you about a, an hour longer. Oh yeah. In in a time limit. Right. Um, to glue all of these prosthetics on. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I did have kind of fairy wings glued onto my back. It was, I think, it was connected to a piece of um, leather that was basically glued onto my back. Mm -hmm. Which you can know, we see this online somewhere? Absolutely, Where it's, is it's it? on my IMDb. I, I have a photo okay. of it on my IMDb. Um, Where have you been around the world doing this? Like, have you traveled all over the world doing um, being a no. model for? That's the only the only time that it's taking me international, um, Austria. But um, I've been to a couple different festivals. There's one here in New Orleans called La Fête, right. um, that they have it around every St. Patrick's Day, and uh, it's a body painting convention. There's uh, I went to one called North American Body Painting Festival. I think that was in Texas somewhere, maybe Dallas or Houston. Um, hey, how long does the paint stay on you when you're there? Um, it takes until six you wash hours. it off. It washes off instantly, you just get in the shower. That must be awful washing it off. Well, we, we make sure to document it thoroughly, right. take lots of photos, and then it's, um, and then we, yeah, it, but it takes hours usually to, to, to wash all it all off. off. And, and certain colors, it's funny, certain colors will stay on you longer, um, like a red or a black will stay on, or sometimes a blue, it depends on the name brand of the paint, um, and it'll stay on you longer, Sherman it's harder Williams to get off. Harder to get off. <laughs> hey, and so that's one thing I found out about you. And then I found out about this thing about Austin. It says Austin. It says you have a you made a record at one point as a rapper. Yeah. What? French rapper. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I was. I was a. <laughs> you just don't know who you're talking to. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Also in Europe, wasn't in Austria. It was. Uh, so I I moved to France after I got out of college. I was a focus puller in France, and we. They What's took the us French for focus puller? Pointeur. It's only one word. Oui. That's much better. And so you they, speak pretty good French. Though. I'm half French. My mom's oh, from France. And my wife's from France. Do you speak French? I do. Oh, I'm um, But uh, we, we got hired Mitch, by... Mitch speaks French as well. Do you? Fluent. Enchanté, Monsieur Mitch. Um, we, we got hired to go to Bulgaria and do a potato commercial. Kind of like the Got Milk campaign, but for potato producers. Got in, Spuds. In Europe, Got Spuds. <laughs> And the director of that was a young guy who had this concept album, and he'd written all these texts in French, and he was working with these musicians, and they, they made the album, and they were signed with Universal, but he wanted all of the performances, the singers, to be different guests, like rappers, and to sing in English. 
So he asked me if I would translate his texts into English. And so I did one and he liked it and I did another. And they started bringing me into the studio and I was coaching these people who don't speak English to sing these French or these English uh, translations of his texts. And all of the music videos were cartoons and the, all these little characters. And so we had this one guy, he couldn't string together a single verse in English. And we did two days, I think. It was a Friday. And I took the microphone and I said, the, the, it should sound something like this. And I did it. And the sound engineer tapped on the window and he said, do it again. I did it again. And I thought the guy would work on it on the weekend and we'd come back on Monday. I got back on Monday and they took me in a room with a bunch of lawyers. And they said, we used yours <laughs> and sign all these papers. And now you have to pick a name. And everybody in the band, their last, the last part of their name is the letter T. The main guy in the band is one T. And so since my name is A-U-S-T, that's what they did. I'm Aust T. Oh, nice. What a great That's story, Aust nice. T. Can you do any? Can you remember anything? Yeah. yeah. Do you need it, us to drop a beat or anything? It's, yeah. Well, yeah. you can find on. it online. It, it, it charted pretty well that year. Nice. What? Um, yeah. You had a hit in France with yeah. your Wait, rap. So did you yeah. sign away your royalties? Is that no, what they No, I got doing? royalties. Sweet. Yeah. I get like 15 Aust euros a year. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Aust, let's hear yeah. something. Well, yeah. it's kind of juvenile, but my, my, the song that they used my voice for, it's a guy who's being racially profiled, basically, and he's kept... Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> he's not allowed into the club, and so he, so the name of it, the, the refrain is "What's the deal?" So he's, he goes, he goes, uh, "What's the deal, yo?" Man at the door says, "No." What's the deal, yo? Travel Tino's my bro. Hey man, what's the deal? What I do to you guys? And then he goes, "Pop, pop, pop." I got invited too. Pop, pop. I'm with the one T crew. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Oz T. An, an, Ameri an American premiere right here on, on Happy Hour. Pretty yeah. good. So that wasn't in French, obviously. Can you, no, you, you they wanted it, it in English. French. They wanted it in English. The, ah. the original texts were all in French. So I translated them pretty straight. Yeah. And the little that characters. That was hilarious. Thank Mitch. Who knew Mitch could play that? It's nice to You guys should do another. So that, that was like a hit. So did they want more? Yeah. Uh, they did. They talked about going on tour. And it just, I was like 21 years old. I just. It That's just the perfect time. Yeah, it didn't it yeah. didn't come together, but it was it was great. I thought I was going to move to LA and be a big film director. I oh, say so you were not taking your rap career seriously. Maybe not as seriously as I should have. Yeah, yeah. Probably wise, I suppose, because really, what credibility could you have as a, a, I don't know, a ask, white rap guy? I don't know. Ask Eminem. Day, really. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It worked out okay for him. What happened Kid to Eminem? Rock. Where is he? Kid Rock. <laughs> Where is Eminem today, actually? I don't know. You know. Is he still doing anything? I think he's still doing it, yeah. All right. I think so. Well, it could have worked out for you. Hey, listen, um, Sam, do you want to play that last verse of that song, or you want to play something else before we get out of here? I'll play the last verse. I think right. it just came back to me. That's all, all right. right. <laughs> Redemption. Well, if God made man, then he made us in one day. He put us on earth but not to stay And I've done all I can do And I said all that I can say Now I guess I'll just be on my own way But I trying to bring you down I'm just walking 
take this gun Hand it to my captain It wasn't made for killing It's made for asking And take this heart Hand it back to Catherine He wasn't made for breaking He's made for laughing And I ain't trying to bring you down I'm just talking Beautiful. What a great way to end the show. That's happy hour for another week, everybody. We're just talking. That's very nice. Thanks, guys. Sam Dawes, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Austin Elwood, otherwise known as Aust yeah. Thank you. Terry Weibel, <laughs> world best. champion body painter. <laughs> Many Andrew important Duhon. talents for the future. Fabulous here. Mitchell Foreman has been here as well, live here at Wayfair. Thanks for joining us. That was happy hour. Let me just tell you a little bit about how that show got put together. Graham DePonte is our producer. Where's the rest of my credits? I don't know, buddy. <laughs> Where'd they go, everybody? Just keep playing, which I'll, I'll let you know. I'm usually pretty organized. Like, you know, we have a piece of paper here somewhere. Under the weather. Jerry, keep talking until I come up with something here. I'm not an improv actor. I have something to say. I'll leave that to new movement. What you got? Hey, Grant. Yeah. Charlie Olin's had a special request online. He wants to hear Business of Love. The Business of Love. I can't, I can't love. remember. <laughs> That's a song from way back. But hey, our producer is Graham DuPonte. Christian Underwood is our music director. And Jean Valois is our music producer. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And our live feed directors are Asher Griffin. And Grayson Jernigan, our theme music, was written by and is currently being played by the fabulous Mitchell Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can say up right for about 60 minutes drop us a line our address is on our website it's neworleans.com where you can check out many other hours of happy hour as well as out to lunch with peter Rashuti live from commander's palace true to the game with the fabulous and funny chris true midnight menu plus one with margo moss and the man who ate new orleans ray canada louisiana eats with pop and sugar milo's music parlor with kim vu the podcast about death simply called death the podcast with psychologist dr arian alfred questions from the waiting room with psychiatrist nick pajic and psych ward with the fabulous doctor Ross Shields is not actually a doctor. All those podcasts are on itsneworms.com. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworms.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos are taken today by the fabulous Allison Moon, who's back from Mexico. If you're listening to this on your podcast app, Thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment to rate and review us if you don't have anything better to do. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Fred Street in Uptown New Orleans, where they have a three-hour happy hour here every day. And on awesome brunch on the weekends, happy hours of production of I Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everybody else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our offices at I Broadcasting, I'm Grant Morris. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>